back to everything goes both ways it's your boy trevor lynn and of course it's a late night show late night talk it's 2 18 a.m a.m dude i realized last last episode my voice was crackalacking man bro it was crazy i am sorry i will try to control that this time this time around um and you might be saying, oh, Trevor, you don't have your own music yet. I'm trying. It's really hard. I'm a noob when it comes to making music. I'm trying. It's. I don't want to say it's almost done. It's not almost done. But it's getting there, slowly. <laughs> um. Yeah, I wasn't planning on recording this because I don't have my mic yet. It's coming in like four or five days. But because... I just finished playing video games with my brother. I made the mistake of drinking a soda with tons of caffeine in it. So right now I am jittering and I am running on 100% right now. I'm like an energizer bunny right now. So I just figured might as well just I have the time because I'm not going to sleep anyways. So might as well. So today... We will be talking about my ex-girlfriend. Um, yeah, so, um, and I realized that because no one listens to it, to this, it's just me, myself, and I. I just thought, again, the main focus of this, of these recordings is to make a little time capsule for myself. So really, for me, I just thought... Put my thoughts, put pen, just pen on paper, just document it, just remember it, because someday I'm going to forget about it. All the lessons it gave me and all just the feelings and what it was like and the experiences. And I don't want to forget those because they're very important. So I thought just this episode, it can just be just this story from beginning to end. Just the story. And I figured the next time around, maybe when I have my mic, we can talk about just analyzing it. Like what happened? What are the lessons we could learn from it? What I can do better? And what happened? Like why it happened? Not too much into why because, you know, it's not necessary. It's not necessarily constructive to wonder why. But we'll get into those little details. I figured that episode will be longer than this one. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. But I do think that these two episodes will be the longest episodes. So, which is the why I don't know if I'm ready yet to uh, put that time in. But I guess I am now. <laughs> Thanks to my stupid mistake of, why did I do that? Why did I, I don't know. I'm a re-re. Anyways, we'll get into it. So, Yeah. My one and only girlfriend. She was pretty awesome. <laughs> pretty cool. Pretty cool. My first. Um, yeah, the relationship lasted almost 18 months, I believe, from December 27th, 2018 to... I want to say June 
June 18th or something. June 18th or... I think July, yeah, July 18th, I believe, 2020. So pretty recent as from today, because today is September 11th, 2020. So about a month and a half, I believe. So yeah, 18 months, I think. It was a good, it was a good little run. Um, yeah, high school sweetheart, I guess, because I met her. <laughs> This, um, I don't know, I should say it a different way. So, yeah, I met her in AP Computer Science when I was a junior. Yeah, never, who knew, right? Who knew? It was a 10-person class. Honestly, I think it was less than 10 people. It was a 10-person class, let's just say that. Never knew, ne never knew. I, I knew of her, and I knew she was the, she was a... <laughs> She was a doll. I knew she was she was a thing. She was a baddie. Um, but I didn't know her. So, yeah, this little connection was made in that class. I didn't talk to her much. You know, I got her Snapchat. We talked. We started talking around. And then we started talking on Snapchat. Little did I know that she, she likes me. Um, I didn't know. And I was also talking to her friend, who I thought was, the, I don't want to say the weirdest thing, but was a little quirky <laughs> for my taste. She's, a, she's an acquired taste. So I was like, I can't deal with this right now. So I distanced myself from both of them. Apparently from her perspective, I was still talking to her friend and I distanced myself from her, which I don't know why I did that if that was the case. I don't remember. But I keep, I do specifically remember during that time, I was like, I called her like cute and stuff. And I was like, yeah, she's really pretty. Cause she's, she was the prettiest thing. <sighs> yeah. So in December, I stopped talking to her. She was really sad about that. And I made a big mistake cause I didn't know what I, what I missed out on. Right. She was cool. She was great. You know, we played like, little games like town of town of salem it's like this weird it's kind of like this mafia online online mafia version thing it's great it was great i loved it it was fun it was really fun oh. yeah and you know we had our little jokes and stuff and she was she was insecure little thing <laughs> you know she was she didn't like showing her face most i mean a lot of girls don't so it's completely understandable right um but yeah, so anyway, so that happened, that transpired, and we stopped talking in December. Um, this this makes me really happy to just think about good memories. It was great. Um, yeah. So we stopped talking around December, January-ish. And, you know, life went on, right? So she was mad at me, I guess. I guess. Very, very warranted. Very warranted. <laughs> and... Yeah, so I think it was around July, August, September-ish. Yeah, August, right before school started back up again. So July, August. I saw her story and then I commented on it. And that got us talking again. 
she didn't really want to talk with me, but I kept pushing it because I was like, I just thought the girl was really awesome, you know? She was cute. <laughs> and we got along, and I was like, hey, I'm sorry for what I did, but, you know, we should be friends. Because I, I didn't really think of it at the time. I was just, let's just be friends. And I miss being friends with you, right? She let me back in her life, you know? She gave me a second chance. And I still say I am, I was the luckiest man in the world for, you know, her allowing me that second chance. <laughs> so, yeah, no regrets there. Um, so, yeah, we talked, we talked. And, you know, when school started back up again, yeah, I, I remember when she switched out of my AP psych class because we were originally in the same AP psych class, I think. And then she switched out to second period and I was in seventh period. And I was so sad. because so I was like, ah, oh, I got to know this girl and she's like my friend and she's, she'll be like my only friend in that class. Yay. We get to know each other more. Yay. But no, alas. Um, so yeah, life went on and slowly we became really, really close, really close friends where we were just hanging out, me and her during lunch. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I started developing feelings for her and <laughs> getting all like getting the classic little like butterflies in the stomach every time I saw her. Little did I know that she had that the whole time. And <laughs> she was the sweetest thing. But um the moment I knew I liked her, like for real, for real, like hundred percent like Damn, I like this girl. This girl's special. Um, I believe it was November. It was December, I think. Um, cause so she was on the cheerleading team. So this was during the football season during fall, and I was in pep band because I played clarinet. So I was in pep band. So like the band would just play in the bleachers for the football games and play like a little rally music, like thirty second little dits and dats. And the cheerleaders would dance to him and like try to get the crowd hyped. It never worked because we weren't really um, the cheerleaders weren't. Not a lot of people were were hyped for for neither the cheerleaders or the band, but um, it was fun nevertheless. I think the band, um, the band was like the only one who was chanting to the cheerleaders ones, except like this one chant. It was like red, 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 and a gray, 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 like. The band just went hype for that one because it was our, all of our favorite ones, and it was it was amazing. But anyways, um, she was in the she was cheerleading, and I was in the stands playing. Right, so when we were friends, we would just like look at each other and all, like all the time, and just like stare at each other. Um, I'd always be staring at her, and then I would always be like do like the little look away um, if she looked at me, or like you know I'd smile at her sometimes, just whenever she be whenever she be done with a dance. And or a routine or whatever it's called, um, yeah. So that was really cool. How like we would um have our little moments in there, just like we were like thirty feet apart, but we were you know really connected. But you know throughout that time, I really thought of her as a friend. Um, and then like throughout November, December, I was like maybe, 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 um, you know. So and then. The playoffs came for football, so we had to travel. 
I think about like an hour, an hour somewhere, some uh, on a bus. So the football players would travel in one bus, and then the cheerleaders and the band kids would travel in the other bus, right? So I was like, awesome! Like I gotta, I gotta sit next to like one of my closest friends. Awesome! So I was like all confident. I was like, hey, like you should sit next to me. And she's like, okay, yeah. So we sat next to each other. Like we were the only um, band slash cheer cheerleader member like seeing next to each other. Everyone would like everyone else was like separated. So it was kind of weird, but like it didn't. It wasn't weird. It was just like it. It was different, I guess. Different little vibe there, but it was cool because you know we were we were friend we were like really good friends. So um, yeah, that was when I found out I liked her because like I liked her for real, for real, right? Um, and I was like, this girl's awesome. This girl's special. Like, wow. Um, so we were on the bus right up, and we were just like trying to play music together. I was like, oh, like what music do you listen to? All that stuff, you know, you just just conversating, right? Just, you know, just talking and, you know, me being a weird goofball and stuff as always, just doing my thing. Um, and I was like, hey, like, I was vibing to this this one song. And I was like, hey, you should you should listen to this one. Do you know this one? She's like, I do. And I was like, really? Like, not a lot of people know this song. Like, it's kind of embarrassing that I know it because it's like kind of a, it's a really poppy, like, like 12-year-old teenage teenager girl song but I like it she's like I like it too and I was like okay okay so we I, we played it right and it's called Sway by Daniel Bradbury um yeah I found it just I don't remember how I found it um oh I found it because Daniel Bradbury um she like did a feature in one of Thomas Rhett's songs and I really liked that song. And I was like, who is this girl? She's a really good singer. And I found that song. And then like two weeks later, I'm on that bus. And I was like, I'm still vibing to this song. This song's great. Have you heard it? She's like, yeah. I'm like, I like it too. And I was like, great. Let's listen together. <sighs> listen to it together. So um, yeah, like we listened to it together. And it's it's called Sway, right? So like it's like sway to the left and sway to the right. Right? So it's like. You're basically, it's like dance music, right? So like I was being weird and she was being all shy and like, ooh, ooh, and like cute and just like, you're being, you're embarrassing. I don't, she didn't say that, but it was just like, you know, she was like shy and smiling, but like vibing, but not vibing, right? And I was like, like actually like moving to the left when it says sway to the left and then moving to the right when it's sway to the right. And I like, like nudge her and stuff like, hey, like, 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 let's sway, like, yeah, let's go. And we all, like, dancing to it and being all, like, confident, I guess. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was funny memory. That was a good memory. Um, just, like, swaying. And she was like, mm, stop it, no. Like, I was like, dance with me. And she's like, no. <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> so that was on the way up. And then on the way back... Um, this is when I was like, damn, like, like, she, like, is, like, top tier, like, OMG, like, I need, I need to just lock this girl down, right? So, the game happened, and obviously, the, the same vibes happened where we were just, like, 
staring at each other, like giving oogly, not oogly eyes, but just like we were just smiling at each other and just like, good job and stuff like that and all that stuff, right? Um, yeah, and then, um, so we get back on the bus and it's like really late, it's all pitch black and we're going home. And I was like, I was like, hey, if you're tired, just like lay your, lay your head on my shoulder. Um, I, I, I do that just as like a formality, just like, cause I mean, it's a bus, it's a school bus. Like there's nowhere else, if you're tired, like how are you gonna sleep, bro? Right, you're just not. And then, you know, a part of me did little have like, oh, like, like the, like, you know, it'd be really cool, it'd be really sweet. And like, I, I guess intimate in a way if she did, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm really lucky she did because she did. And I was like, oh, like I really like how this feels. And I put my head on her head and I was like, I really like how this feels. Um, I didn't sleep. I just pretended I was sleeping. I did not sleep a, a wink. I did, I actually did. I did for like probably like two minutes, but um, I was just like all giddy. Like, oh my God, like I'm with this girl. This is kind of, I don't know if this is really weird, but I was like, oh, her hair, her hair smells really nice. <laughs> oh, no, that's creepy. Oh, man. But, you know, whatever, whatever. It's there. I said it. No, no regrets. All right. Um, yeah, so put, her, put my head on her head and she was sleeping. I don't know if she was sleeping or not. I assume she was because she's not creepy like I am, right? Um. But I was like, wow, this is really nice. Like, I really like being close to this girl. And this girl is so awesome. Like, we connect on so many levels. She likes the Daniel Bradbury song, right? And, you know, <laughs> wow. Like, like, I was in awe and I was in shock. And when I got home, like, after I got off the bus, I was like, like, yeah, like, I, I like, like, this is real. Like, I genuinely like her like a lot and then that's when this uh, yeah so <laughs> so then Christmas came around and then she like made it known that she was giving me a Christmas gift and I was like oh shit I gotta get her something I don't remember what I got her I actually I just that just occurred to me I don't remember what I got her I don't did I get her anything I don't know I'm a terrible friend well, I wouldn't say I'm terrible because I do that for the people, but I don't remember if I got her anything. And now I feel bad. Hmm. But yeah, she got me like these bath salts. I haven't used them. I haven't even opened them. I was like three or four weeks ago when I was going through and just like purging, <laughs> purging all the stuff that she gave me. I just realized like, oh, that's still there. <laughs> I never opened them. And I just, I just, I was like, I'll just put them back. I don't, I'm not going to use them. But it was like, hey, you dork. Or, hey, you, yeah, hey, dork, here's your Christmas present or something like that. And I love it when she calls me dork. I love it when girls just, like, when a girl calls you dork, like, she likes you, dude. Like, <laughs> note to self, right? I like it when she called me dork because, you know, it was her little affectionate way of saying, you're a weird guy, but I love that you're weird. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> um. Yeah, girls like you when they call you dork, I guess. I like being called a dork because I am dorky. I'm a weird goofball, dude. I'm weird. 
I'm quirky. I'm quirky. Aha. <laughs> I'm not quirky. No. How the fuck do I be quirky? I like that TikTok. Um, yeah, that's me, quirky Trevor. Anyways, so yeah, she gave me that gift. And I was like, God, this girl is awesome. Like, she's so nice. She's really smart. Well, we'll get into that later. <laughs> she's really smart in certain ways, in many ways. She's, she gets me and I get her. We have like very similar goals. Like she's pretty awesome. Like I need to lock her down. And I was getting all anxious and stuff. Cause I was like, what if she's talking to the guys? You know, the classic, like, oh my God, what if she doesn't like me? What if she's talking to the guys? So me, you know, all weird. Just was like, I just broke down. I was like, dude, I gotta know. I have to know. Like I, this is killing me, dude. So it was during Chris sweater break. So I was like, dying and um yeah this episode is going to be long I'm, i haven't even gotten to the relationship part gosh sorry 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 um yeah i was dying <sighs> um so quirky trevor right is so anxious and not confident right like I had a feeling she liked me but at the same time I was like fuck so <laughs> I was like I typed out a huge ass paragraph and just sent it to her well first I was like can I ask you a question I wish I had these texts but um, I found out like a couple days ago that she actually blocked me on Snapchat so I can't get to those messages but it's it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine no it's really fine um I can remember this. So yeah, I was like, can I ask you a question? Ah ha ha. She was like, yeah, go ahead. And weirdo me, I like, I like distracting myself from these situations every time. I always do this. Like if it's checking like my quarter grades for UCSB, like my final grades, I always do this. Like I, I distract myself and I shove it back and I stall as much as I can until I can't take it anymore. So I like I would like play video games for like three hours and open the next message when she said it. When she all she just says is like, "Yeah, you can say it." And then I type out the paragraph, <laughs> send it to her, and then I walk my dog and then I play more video games for like four more hours. <laughs> I was so weird. Um, little did I know that she, her family was there, and then when she got it, she was like, "So the happiest girl in the world," and I'm just like. <laughs> running around the house, I guess, or running around in the bathroom or something like that. Because she was, like, trying to get alone time and because she was so happy. And when I opened it and she was like, yes, I like you too, my heart just jumped. I was like, fuck, like, wow. I, like, jeez, like, that, I don't... <laughs> Best feeling in the world. Well, yeah, so that happened. <laughs> December 27th. Yeah. And, um, we just talked about him. We were like, so is that mean we're a thing? Like, girlfriend, boyfriend? And I was like, yeah, I guess. <sighs> yeah. And then I remember just, like, when the, when New Year's came around, I was like, yeah, like, I was, like, 
drawing our hearts and stuff and like saying like you're mine i can't believe you're mine you're the prettiest girl in the world you're all mine and you know it's the best part where we can tell each other how we actually feel about each other best thing best thing <laughs> and it's crazy because um sometimes when i'm just trying to find a picture like for example i was trying to find a picture for putting like i put pictures just of random stuff on these episodes and sometimes I stumble across it either on my Snapchat memories or just my camera roll of just like, again, like screenshots I took of her during New Year's, which is like, I've never felt anyone, I've never felt like as happy as this in a long time and stuff like that. And just the cutest things ever. And yeah, just <laughs> good memories, right? So yeah, that happened. And then our first date was like a January 8th or 9th or 10th or 11th or 12th. I don't know. It was happened a couple of days later. It was at the mall, the Delmonte Center Mall, <laughs> where we got like pretzels and stuff. We got like these the mini pretzels at pretzel at Pretzel Maker, bro. Bonafide best pretzels. Like <laughs> for some reason, people like the pretzel. Like she likes the pretzel and mustard stuff. I think she did. I don't like them, but like the mini pretzel, the pretzel bites. And like the marinara sauce, best thing. Best thing since bread, bro. I'm not even kidding you. But yeah, we got like pretzel maker stuff. <laughs> and quirky me, ahaha. She like took a picture of me and I was like, oh, like, stop it. Oh my God. Yeah. And then I remember we went into like Sephora and then she like, I forgot what they're called. Like where you put makeup or you put lipstick or you put something on your arm or your yeah your arm so you, like you can see how the how the makeup or it looks on your skin because it changes for everyone or something like that it looks different on everyone's skin tone something like that some woman high IQ shit right I don't I need to know this if I'm to become a good boyfriend maybe that's why she broke up with me yeah um <laughs> Yeah, and then we did that, and I thought that was the cutest thing ever, too, because she loved it, and I loved it, because she loved it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that, that was our first date, Del Monte. I believe we watched a movie. And I think we had, we had our first kiss there, too, at Del Monte in the parking lot. <laughs> it was... A, it was I don't know. It was, it was magical. At the same time, I was like, "Oh, that's what it, that's that's what it feels like." Because <laughs> she wasn't my first kiss, and it was different than the first kiss I, than my than the kisses the kiss I experienced before. So I was like, "Oh, different." So I guess everyone kisses different. I don't know. Am I a good or bad kisser? I will never know. But it was it was a kiss. It was great. <laughs> I felt all giddy all the whole time. And then like anxious me, I was like, oh, did you, was that a fine kiss? It was a fine, like, oh, it was a fine. She was like, oh, it was great. Don't worry about it. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, I guess this is going to be a happy episode. And then the next episode is going to be a not so happy episode. It'll just me analyzing everything. Like a psychologist, psychiatrist, or whatever. Not so happy. Where all the bad things come out, I'm guessing. Well, there's some 
there's some not so good things because we haven't got to the end. We're getting to the very, we're at the very start of it. So let's just see. I'm not going to foreshadow anything. Just let it, let the mind flow. Stream of consciousness or whatever that poet, poem, poet says. I don't know. Anyways. Um, so yeah, first date. And what sticks out to me was like our second or third date, we went to Fisherman's Wharf. We went to some restaurant, but then we just walked around. And then what really stuck out to me was that she gave me the confidence to ask some random woman to take a picture of us as a couple. Like, I would never do that. Like, I felt so compelled and confident. Like, I, I now know that I need to do that all the time now. I think be confident and be just, yeah, just confident and just do, do the extra mile or whatever the saying is. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was great. And I know she loved it and it was, and I loved it and yeah, amazing. Um, so yeah, that was great. And then, you know, just things transpired, you know, it was pretty, it was like January, Feb, we kind of relationship in December when I was a senior, right? Oh gosh, I'm sorry. I ate like cookies before this. Not good. But yeah, like we were good and it was early in the month. So, you know, I, obviously I would go to college after that, right? So that was always like the impending doom, just like conversation that we will always have, that we would always like wait for to have. I think we had them in March or April or something like that. Um, but yeah, you know, February, January, February, March, April, May was filled with good, like great, amazing, and also not so amazing times. Um, Amazing in the facts. Um, hold on, hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. I'm trying to get. Yeah, yeah. Amazing in this, like we had the winter formal, and that was great. Like we went to, we went to Taco Bell. She looks stunning in her blue dress. Stunning, absolutely stunning. We went to like Taco Bell and these yogurt places, and it was so awesome because we were like, I was in like my suit, and she goes in her dress, and then there were people were giving us looks, and we didn't give a damn. And people were like, "Oh, where are you going?" I was like, "Oh, we have a dance after this," and we were like, "She was like, oh my god, you're so cute. Oh my god, you look beautiful." Yeah, she looked beautiful. She looked stunning. It was great. Um, you know, I went to her cheerleader games to support her. She loved it. Um, not so loved it because. I went with a friend and she was a girl and she was like my best friend. So kind of, of course, some people would think it was, it would be weird. And obviously I guess there were some jealous vibes, but we can get into that. We'll get into that later. Yeah. Um, you know, she spoiled me on her birthday. Like 
got me coffee and stuff like that. It was great. Um, and for like our first month anniversary, we went to Ocean Sushi Deli. It was like it's like her favorite sushi place because it's like really cheap and it's a sushi place. So <laughs> combining her two favorite things, woohoo, right? <laughs> And I liked it. It's good. It's good for what it is. It's good for what you pay for. I wouldn't say it's actually very cheap because it's not that much cheaper than what I go to for better quality sushi, in my opinion. But it's like, a, it's like kind of like, it's not, I want to say it's not, it's not a fast food place. It's not a fast food sushi place. It's like a, you can sit down if you want, but it's not really, you like order, you go up to a cashier and you order and then you sit down. So it's different in that sense. And I wouldn't say it's that much cheaper. It's a few dollars cheaper. Yes. But for, for pound for pound, I guess, I don't know. It's a, I guess it's a push. I'd say it's a push. But I do commend her for showing me. And I do like it that she, she likes the little treats. Because they have like little Asian treats. It's like a mini market too. So it's cool. But yeah, good, more good stuff. Like Valentine's Day was great. Um, I do wish I... Put more, put more effort in Valentine's Day because it is important. It is more important. But besides that, like for Valentine's Day, we went to some pho place. It was all right, very expensive, but just it was great. It was great. <laughs> Don't regret any of it. Um, and I think she met my parents in January, February, and they liked her. They liked her. They loved her actually. Um, like, oh my gosh, she's so nice. She's so goal-oriented and so smart. And, you know, we'll get down the road of how that changes over time. But what are we at? 25 minutes already. Bro, this episode is going to be like an hour or an hour and 10 minutes, I feel like. That's crazy. That's actually crazy. So then at March, you know, April, it's great. You know, April was when I got my um, college college dishes and stuff back and you know touring colleges so it was great and then she wanted her desert trip and she was like oh my god I found myself and all that stuff <laughs> um she was like I've never been happier just away and blah blah blah, blah. and I remember I I wrote her a letter like really long letters one day for every day she was gone and I gave it to my friend who was also going on that trip and she would give her the letter every day um I really took I really spent a lot of time on those and I'm really proud of what I did for that I'm really proud of what I did for that that was great that was really great go me go me um, I hope she liked it, yeah, and then, yeah, prom in May, but in April, I did my promposal, of course, I would do my promposal, I, I, what I did was I made this, I took, like, it took me, like, six or seven hours, dude, because I'm, like, a perfectionist, to, I stenciled in, like, all the words of the promposal sign, it was a big-ass sign in all these different colors, and I had to incorporate ice bear, which is, and we bear bears, you know, we bear bears. I've already told you about it because it's my little panda guy I will sleep with every night. I think that'll be another episode. I think. Yeah, I think it is. Um, yeah. 
so I had to incorporate a little that guy and draw it in, and it was really it took a lot of work, but it was so worth it because then I got her like it, it coincided with the desert trip because it was the last day she came back, and I would surprise her at home with boba and a little bear thing, one of the with ice bear, one of the corresponding bears that she gave me later on of panda bear. So I gave her those two things, and I gave her the last letter, which is the last day. The last letter of the note, the last letter of the seven or eight notes that I that I wrote to finish it all over, and I thought it was great because it like full circle. Like I gave her the last letter, letter, and also proposal. Like it sets it all up, and it's also very romantic. I was very proud of myself during that time. Note to Trevor. Note to self, do that again. That was awesome. And I loved every second of it. I loved putting in that time. I loved it. It was great. You know, I wish I did that more. I, w- I really do. I wish I did that more. A little, like, more personal stuff. Because that makes me so happy. That made me so happy to see her be happy. And also putting in that, putting the effort beforehand made me so driven to do it. Like, it made me so happy during the, I don't know. It was, it was great. It was great. Can't wait. Can't wait to put in that hard work, man. To put in more personal stuff instead of just getting her like, oh, chocolates. Like, yeah, you can do that. Like, that doesn't take that much work, though. Like, those letters and that proposal and that gift, which is all, like, meaningful. Great. Loved it. So, yeah. Um, so, May came around and, you know, we um, went to prom. Amazing. Amazing. And I think I'm going to include one of the prom pictures. I made sure it's like not of her face. Because I don't want to... I'm not including anyone other than me of my face. Just just for... Yeah. This is kind of weird. Because I'm trying to find pictures that are like good for covers. Because I don't want anyone just like staring at a weird, stupid picture for like 40, 50, 60 minutes. But I also don't want like... A very personal photo or or someone else's face on that photo. So it's not like encroaching on their boundaries. So it's kind of a tough little paradox. I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, we went to prom. Great. Loved it. She was obviously beautiful, stunning. Uh, Most beautiful girl in the world. Great. Um... Yeah. That senior year was the best year. Um, summer came around. Great. Loved it. Best summer ever. You know, gave all these. She's a really big person on um, personal stuff. So yeah, when our sixth month came around, she bought me this watch. And then she also bought, she also made this big book. Like this book filled with pictures and stuff of it. Yeah, I felt so lucky to have her in my life. Because on my six on our six months, I didn't really do anything. I felt so shitty. <laughs> Note to self. Do better. Do better, Trevor. You can do better. You shitty person. <laughs> yes, so she she's really big on these personal stuff. And note to self, I need to be bigger on these personal stuff. 
because not only does it mean that much to me, like I'm now willing to put in that work because it means a lot to her too. Not not her, her specifically, but her, like, meaning my next girlfriend, my next the one, right? Put in that work because it, it goes a long way and it means, a, if it means a lot to you, show it. Don't say it. Not only say it, but show it. Right? So anyways, yeah, she made me, and then summer went around, you know, I left for college. She made me this really personal jar of, like, notes. So whenever I miss her, I would open it. I didn't open a lot because, again, I didn't really miss her a lot because I was always talking to her and thinking about her. She was always in my mind. Um, but I still have it. Sad that I didn't get to see all of them because I'm not I'm not going to open them all. I've only opened, like, literally, like, one-sixth of them. So that kind of sucks. But, yeah. Um... So yeah, I went to college. Um, she stayed because she's a year younger than me. So she was now going to be a senior. But we can go back to the... That, so that was all the good parts. We can go back to all the shitty parts. Not So not shitty parts, just not so honeymoon type beat stuff during the thing. So throughout of it, th- throughout all of it, you know, a lot of a lot of things, you know, as we learn more about each other. Of course, there are good things about people, and there are not so good things about people. No one is perfect. You know, no, everyone's going to make mistakes. Yeah, again, no one is perfect, right? So you figure, you, you, find, you find out the not so perfect things about your partner. And to say the least, it was, um, it was an experience just to, just to intimately know someone that is so profoundly similar to you in how you guys mesh and are best friends, but also so different in her past experiences, her feelings, and her mental mindset. I don't want to get too deep into, you know, into too personal, but it was just so extreme, I think, um, just to how different we were in yeah mental mindset you know and then when when i found about when i found about you know let's just it's not mental mind it's just mental health all right let's just say mental health mental health is not a bad thing it's not there should be no stigma around mental health it's a thing people have it all right people are just gonna have it if your partner has it so what you know it's just a thing chances are you're gonna encounter someone with mental health that you know really well so it's just what it is anyways so, you know mental health right so she had mental health issues and never dealt with that before so it was new to me you know she was pretty apprehensive of her of, of me finding out because she didn't know what would happen i mean obviously i, I was with her for and I, I wasn't the one who broke up with her for for a year and a half so i guess it wasn't a problem to me at least um but yeah it's just you know mental health came out some actions that she did with mental health and you know struggles she had every single day with mental health and causes of mental health all that just came out 
over just slowly over those months. Slowly, slowly, slowly. And so how I'd how, like the question was how did I deal with it? Again, that that will be for the next episode. But I guess what happened was you know I found out I internalized it. I didn't really tell anyone. And then one day it just something happened and just crossed the line for me. I guess in the sense of like I can't. I don't know how to deal with this. What do I do? So I turned the people turned to the people I trusted the most, and I told my parents. And yeah, I guess their opinion of her really changed in that it was like, oh, she's not perfect in a sense. Again, no one's perfect, but she's not like the not like. I guess they lost a lot of. Potential in the one for me, when they found that out, you know I didn't at all. I was always adamant about just like no, like it's not a problem. People deal with it all the time. It's not a problem. But they really said, "Hey, Trevor, like I know, like she's a great first girlfriend." They said this really early on, like she's a great first girlfriend. I just don't know if I can see it lasting. And I said, "It can last." Like, well, I didn't really say it to their face. I was like. Okay, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. But you know, really, I was always just like, it can last. We can do this. Like she is someone special, and she is someone I care about. It can work. But um, you know, because they are my parents, because I trust them. They are. Like they are my brother's keeper, if you will. They are the first people I trust the most and respect the most and take advice from. I did take their opinion into account, and I did, you know, say, "Oh my gosh, like maybe this it might be a problem. It may not. It may it may be. You know, is will this be a problem in the future? I don't know. I'm only nineteen years old or eighteen year seventeen, eighteen years old at the time. How would I know, right?" So that transpired of me just being like, I don't know how to deal with it. But my parents do because they've they've lived fifty plus years on this earth. They know what to do with it. And that action of me telling my parents of what happened, and all the problems of her coming coming out, just blah. Like she's not perfect. Here are her problems. Of course, I'm not perfect either. I am now aware of my problems, but when I told my parents, I really, I really think that that made me go to them even more, and trusting them more of future problems that I had with us, right? So I think that really set a set set a foundation of me really internal and really taking in their advice and criticism, and I think that. You know, in that sense, it kind of took away from the relationship, and it really hurt it a little bit. Um, so I guess that's another lesson of you know, take advice from people you you would take criticism from. I guess that's what the saying goes, but also don't take their advice as always a hundred percent true. You know, don't. Let them sway 
your head and like focus, like follow what your heart says and not what your head says. You know, what your head may tell you. It, your head doesn't tell you always what the right thing is because when, when, when it comes to love, there's no always, there's not always a right thing. There's never a right decision. You know, um, follow love, you know, it's because love equals happiness, right? Um, so long story short, you know, just don't, don't, you want to get advice from your parents and you want to listen to them and from people who you trust and who know you. But at the same time, don't let them sway you to the point where you're betraying your heart and what your heart tells you. Like your head can convince your heart, but... If it can't convince your heart, then just follow your heart. And I didn't do that. And I don't want to say I regret it. It's just a lesson to be learned from, right? So anyways, so that happened. Sorry for that long story. That happened. Um, yeah, I went to college. We were doing the long distance thing because I thought she was this. She, I thought she could have been the one. I thought, you know, she was super special and she is super special she's a super unique type of person um and i was super committed the thing was that my parents put put in my head like go to college with an open mind you know i know you might think she's the one but she's a person you met from high school like there are probably so many people like her at UCSB without the negatives that she has. And I was like, but they're not negatives. They're like, like, they're not that bad. And they were like, it's like, you sh like at a young age, you shouldn't be dealing with that stuff. Again, I still, from this, from this day, I still think, you know, I don't know. I'm still, I have mixed feelings about that. That's in, that's in the next episode, but, um, yeah, I was super committed. Didn't really, I didn't, I didn't tell my parents that. But I was, super, I was always told them I have an open mind. I have an open mind. Don't worry about it. I have an open mind. You know. But when I went to college, she was on my mind every single day. I want to say every single moment, to be honest, because I was, I had school. I had the, <laughs> my number one, my number one priority is school. I'm at a young age where my number one priority is school. It will it will always be like that for at least three to four years. If my girlfriend cannot cope with that and cannot understand that, she was she will not be my girlfriend. I'm making that clear. She is not my priority. School is my priority. Anyways, she's she she was on she was on my mind every. Every hour, every every two, three minutes, all right? She, she, I loved her so much. I truly did. I, I never thought of leaving. I never thought, never did I think of leaving her. It never crossed my mind, you know? You know, my parents might have convinced me that there was better out there for me. There was girls that have less baggage, per se, 
Like I might have thought of it, but never did I actually internalize it. Never did I make any action of it. Never. I will go to my grave saying I never did that. And I'm proud of that. You know? If I found a baddie at UCSB, would I do anything? Fuck no. You know, I wouldn't even allow myself to get close to her because I, I respected her. I respected my ex. And I knew what I had. You know, I knew she was something special. I knew she was someone special. You know, I was super committed. I truly loved her, you know. My goals and dreams were revolving around her. They were wrapped up all in her. You know, I say, 10 years from now, I'm here. But she's also by my side. I might fail, but she's still by my side. I want to live here. And she's living with me. I'm at this hospital. But when I go home, she's there. I want to have two kids. And she's the mother. You know, everything... All, everything, all my life, all my goals, all my dreams were surrounding her, you know? You know, on hard days, you know, when you would have a mini fight or, you know, we just didn't talk or we didn't really have anything to talk about or she was having a hard day or I was. I would just imagine, you know, what the future would hold for the both of us, you know? Because it was tough, you know? During that, presently, at that present time, it was tough. So all I would do was just think of our future and our dreams and goals and, you know, where we would live, like, where we would travel, because we had great travel plans, and it just made me happy, and it just it really drove, it, it drove me to, 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 like, this is what I want, she is the one, I am committed, because I was, <laughs> I remember, we would try to call every day, and I think we did, Sometimes it just wasn't a long conversation, but sometimes it was. And also, this is my ADHD. Dude, I don't have ADHD. Why do I keep saying that? Anyways, sometimes I would say, like, say, no. I lost my train of thought. Sometimes, um... Well, well I've only gotten tipsy three times. Three times. And I remember all of those times. Well, one of those times she was asleep. And all those times I would call her and say, Don't worry, baby girl. I'm not doing anything with any girls. I love you so, 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 so much. You're the only one for me. I love you so much. I love you so much. And when she was asleep, I would, I, would, I think I sent her like 10 or 12 voicemails. Of like, don't worry, baby girl. I am fucked up right now. But I am great. And I love you so much. You're the one for me. I love you so much. <laughs> I hope she liked those messages. But. Because I was committed. And I always. I was at those parties. And I was. I saw like my friends getting. Like making out with girls. And grinding on girls. And I was like. I don't want any of these. Like. She's the only one on my mind. Like I do not. Like girls would like come up to me. And I'd be like no. Like fuck off like i don't i don't want anything i don't want your butt on me dude go like quarantine like six feet right now bro like no <laughs> no like she was on my mind every second of when i was at those parties like 
I was committed. I really was. And what sucks is that I think a part of re- a part of the reason why she broke up with me is because she thought I wasn't as committed as she was. <laughs> it sucks. But anyways, yeah, I was committed. Um, yeah, I just remember sometimes those long phone calls, I would just be like helping her to where she would need to be or sometimes she was in a bad place mentally. And I would try, I would try, I would try. Long phone calls of just trying to help her. And I didn't mind any of it. I loved doing it. And the problem was, I think, later on she stopped trying. She stopped asking out for help, reaching out for help when she was in those bad situations. And it sucked. It hurts me to this this day of being like, she should have. And I would have gladly spent the time, but, you know, her goodwill, her good nature of, I don't want to distract him or I don't want to trouble him. No, like, baby, that's what I'm for. I'm not, um, that's what I said during the time, not now. Like, that, like, that was, that's, like, if I'm to be your partner, your partner is supposed to listen to you and make you feel better, make you happy. Like, I want to be troubled. I want to hear your problems every single day. Whatever is on your mind, I want to hear it, right? And I think that's what I learned, too, is that, you know, I'll actually listen instead of, you like, don't, you know, if they don't want to find solutions, don't. Just listen. Like, she never told me that. I think only a few times, and I actually didn't. But whenever she didn't tell me, I would try to find solutions. But women don't really want to hear that. <laughs> women just want to be heard. And that makes them feel better. And I never I never knew that. But now I know. Um, and actually make an effort to say, what's on your mind? You know, I know something's tref- troubling you. What's on your mind? Um, anyways. <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah, long distance was, you know, at the time I thought it was great. At the time, I thought we were doing great, and I thought it was a good thing. Actually, like, like we have, we are two people who are strongly committed and love each other so much. Like nothing is going, like nothing about this long distance is going to break us apart. And I truly don't. I I truly think it didn't. Um, we can go into the again. We'll go into the analysis of that later. But anyways, it was great for me. I thought, you know, for me, I was. I found myself saying to my parents, like, long distance is actually better because not only am I spending time with my girlfriend in the sense that we're we're video calling and talking all the time and still like talking but I'm actually able to focus on my studies now that's great and I was doing well um yeah so winter came around it was uh, end of winter quarter happened and then COVID happened um, I'll give you my op- opinions about COVID later, but uh, next episode. But what time are we running on? 50 minutes. Wow. Um, yeah, COVID. COVID happened, so I had to return home. And I'm sure she loved that. What sucked is that all her, all the plans that we had about COVID, uh, that about like prom or her graduation, things she looked forward to. And she was, in my opinion, desperately hoping for them to happen. Didn't happen. 
And I'm sad about that for her, for her sake. Um, but she was always, she, she, yeah, those, those were really important to her because, you know, she was, I would, I wouldn't say she was in a happy place all the time when I was gone. She was alone a lot. And we'll get into that in the next episode. But, I so I returned home. I'm sure she was super excited about that. I was super excited about that as well. So I got to spend tons of time with her. It was great. Loved it. Um, only problem was is that I still had school. You know, I still had summer. I still had spring quarter. I still had tons of things to study for. I still had to spend tons, commit tons of time to school and not to her. So that was kind of, that kind of sucked. And the fact that I could only see her weekends. And guess what? She worked every weekend. So guess what? It was super hard to find time to see her. <sighs> Very disappointing. So I didn't even, I basically, it was basically like, honestly, like I saw her like, I think once every week or something like that. So it was like, basically as if I was at UCSB, basically the same. And it sucked. Because, because we stopped calling every day. We stopped doing that stuff because I was, it was like, we see each other. Well, I was, I said that. I was like, we see each other already. What's the point of, um, we see each other in person. What's the point of talking all the time? We're running out of things to talking to. You know, COVID really started the, the end of the honeymoon phase. The end of holding on to each other and looking forward to talking to each other and, it was the end of saying, when we get back together, when we see each other again, when I can touch her, touch him, touch her, when I'm physical, when I can be physical and intimate with them, when, holding on to the happiness. Again, that's in the next episode I keep deriving from the story. But yeah, we, we were great, you know. So we persisted throughout. Um... You know, we had great moments, like, you know, she would always come over sometimes and we just cuddle. Those are the best things in the world. Best little dates ever. Just cuddle. And again, this is safe for another thing, another episode, but like, you know, sleeping with her. Not like, not like the saying of like, oh, I slept with her last. No, but just like actually like legit sleeping with her, cuddling and sleeping. And then the, the the little things in between, just like a little, a little jokes in between, or a little like things. Or I remember one time when we played hide and seek in my room because it was super dark that day. I think no, like it was new moon, so it was super pitch black, and we just like crawl around like little children, giggling and playing hide and seek. <laughs> that was an experience. I loved that. I wouldn't change these memories for a lifetime. For, for, what the heck does that mean? I wouldn't change these memories for anything. Great experiences, great. Wouldn't. So yeah, so my spring classes ended, but, and then we were all looking forward to like spending time together in summer. Stupid, because of stupid COVID, summer classes were online. So I was like, might as well do summer classes. Because she's doing work. 
I'm doing summer. Um, so I did summer classes, she did work, so we didn't really see, we saw each other a little more, like I think twice or three times a week. So that was good. Um, I remember one time when um, my parents weren't home and Brandon wasn't home. So so they, they, they allowed us to, her to come over and we were able to make dinner. So we were like making, like, it was really, it was super awesome because we made dinner together. And like, I felt like we were like, like, this is going to be us in like 20, 10, 15, 20 years, like making dinner together, being awesome together, like being a super lovey dove couple together. That was awesome to see, like, this is, this is us in the future. And I loved it. Um... But yeah, so that happened. So summer happened, and then the breakup. Yeah, the breakup. So we're finally here. Breakup. You know, I thought everything was going great. We were doing our own thing. Our whole thing, just like, you know. The everyday pretty much consisted of, if we didn't see each other, of me doing classes us talking through it, probably me contacting her or her contacting me at like 2 p.m., 3 p.m. Us talking sporadically, like probably one text every hour. And then probably a little phone call, a 15, 20-minute phone call by like 10 to 11 p.m. And that was it. That was probably like what happened if we didn't see each other every day for... The past month before I broke up, before she broke up with me. I need to stop saying she broke up with me. I need to stop saying before we broke up. Oh, that's because it sounds miserable. I mean, it was. Yeah, so we'll get into that why it was. Ugh. So yeah, so July. Yeah, it was July. It was July. You know, we went on our little dates and, you know, a week before she broke up with me, she was like, I actually want to, we haven't done this in a long time. I actually want a real, real date. I said, okay, <laughs> that's great. Let's do a real date. So we like had a little picnic date. It was going swell. Loved it. A little cuddling action and stuff like that. And then a dog came up. She was fucking looking lost and shit. So we were like, oh, a dog, like a cute little dog. Not a little dog, it was like a medium dog. Cute medium dog. <laughs> looking lost. Peeing and wanting attention and like looking around. So we took care of it. We tried calling the number on his collar. Never answered. Started wandering all over the beach because the day was at the beach. We were wandering all over the beach so we had to chase it down. It wouldn't listen to us. For about an hour and a half, we, started ch we chased it all the way across the beach and <laughs> smart her she finally tracked it down and used my belt thank god i was wearing pants that day because if you know me i don't wear pants and used the belt as a leash so we were carrying it we were just walking around carmel with a dog on my belt leash 
I was low-key scared that it had ticks and stuff because I was worried that it was a lost, lost dog for a long time. Because it wasn't exactly clean. So I was like, ugh, what if it has ticks and fleas on my belt? Ugh. Anyways, we walk around and we we run into the owners who like didn't give a fuck. They're like, oh, you're trying to steal our dog? They didn't say thank you. They just took it and went. And I was like, what the fuck? And she, she was like, she had this fire in her eyes of like, what the fuck? We took care of this dog. We chased it down. We were trying to call you this whole time. You didn't answer. And you didn't even say thank you. You just took him and ran. <laughs> Love that. She looked like such a wifey in that moment, just like caring so much. And like, <laughs> I didn't really mind of it. I didn't really think of it. I was like, oh, okay. Just, that's just people. People suck. People are weird. People are bad. She was so mad, and I, I like that she was mad about it, because I like, I like that, because we were best friends. We were, I thought, or at least I thought we got along so well, because we agreed on so many things. You know, I hear about how, many, how so many couples have fights over certain things. We didn't really have a lot of fights. We only had like three or four serious fights that, are, that we'll get into in the next episode. We only had like we didn't have any fights really and that, that that was so great like we were able to problem solve and agree on so many things um and yeah just to see her so mad it just was like yeah that's my girl that is my girl but anyways that was a week before we broke up so i thought we were great <laughs> suddenly one day i woke up she was like i want to go on a hike can we go on a hike? I said, sure. Well, actually, no, it was like, I want to go hang out. I was like, okay, I want to talk about something that's been on my mind for a long time. I said, sure, no problem. I thought I was just about her, like her mental health or something. She didn't feel good about it. And I was like, you want to come to my house? We can cuddle and stuff together and it'll be fun. She said, no, I want to, I want to talk about it like somewhere else. I want to go on a hike. I said, okay, cool. And I went on, I went on this certain specific type of hike with a friend earlier that she'd never been on so i was like i got this perfect place it's you'll love it it's got redwood trees it's got a a river it's not that hot because it's redwood trees and it's shaded there's not a lot of bugs it's not that strenuous at all it's great why is my brother playing piano at two o'clock in the morning i don't know heaven's the betsy um, yeah, so I arrive all pumped up, <laughs> ready to show her these new country t- music I found. Um, she says, I want to talk in the, her car first. And so I go in her car. She's all crying. I'm like, oh, shit, this is bad. What's going on? <laughs> Oh, I'm getting, I'm really getting hit with the tiredness now. The fatigue. Uh, the caffeine's wearing off. It's actually 3.20 in the morning, not 2. What am I doing? What am I talking about? He's playing at 3 in the morning. Whack. Um, yeah, she just looks at me and says, I want to break up. I think we should break up. Mind you, the whole time, I'm logical about this. I didn't feel anything. I was just kind of numb. I was just really logical. I said, okay, why? She says, 
I haven't been feeling my myself, you know, for the longest time. I don't know myself. I don't know how to be happy outside this relationship. I am too dependent on you. I want to be independent. And I feel like the only way is to break up with you. Again, we'll we'll analyze all of this next time. <laughs> but I said, okay, that makes total sense. You know, I know you're dealing with a lot. I know you have these huge mental health issues. I do think this is the right thing for you. I do think this is what you need, in the long run at least. Because I think I think during that time, a part of me was like, yeah, she'll figure herself out and she'll come back to me. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, she said those things and I was like, okay, go do that. Like, I still want to be great. I still want to be best friends with you in this event. And the fact that I always support you and get to where you want to go. And, you know, if I'm not in the picture years down the road, if you have someone else, I want to be the person. I want to be someone you can invite to to your wedding. And I want you to be the same for me. And she said, yes, that's what I want. You know, she's like, I thought you'd be mad at me. And I said, I would be never mad at you. I'll never be mad at you for you wanting out to focus on yourself and focus on your mental health and your happiness because this is what you want. You want to be happy. And I totally agree with you on that. I support you on that. Yeah, and... And I was like, you know, if, because I was like, you still love me? And she was like, yeah, I'll always love you. I'll always care for you. I love you now. I just think this is the best thing for me right now. And I said, if he really thought of us as we could, if he thought that we could actually do it and you thought of me as like a potential the one, you know, I don't want you to do, to do this again to someone else down the road. I said, promise me, not only do you, will you find yourself, but you need to get the professional help you need to solve your mental health issues. Because I truly believe these, your mental health issues are the cause of you not finding happiness outside the relationship. You not being independent enough outside the relationship you not even knowing yourself and not even loving yourself. And she said, yes, I agree. I said, okay, that's great. I will always love you too. She was all crying and stuff, and I was like, all logical and stuff, being weird. I said, okay. And she said, yeah, I'll always love you. I said, I'll lose you too. She said, here's your stuff. She gave me her sweatshirt. I gave, that I, that was mine, but I always gave her because she liked it because it was all green and fluffy, green and big and soft, I guess. And we, we kissed. Very wet kiss, but we kissed. <laughs> and yeah, and I think we said I love you to each other and I left. 
she said, and then she's, you know, well, she said before she was like, I think we should not contact each other for a couple of weeks. And when I'm over you, I'll like, I'll talk to you. I said, okay, that makes sense. And after that, it was downhill for me and my mental health. <laughs> downhill. Downhill, downhill, downhill. Um, as soon as I got home, well, after, after, it took me a whole day to just, for the logical part to stop and the emotional part to kick in. You know, I, I'm reading my text right now with her and just, as soon as I got home, I was like, talk to me if you're feeling anything okay. She's like, okay, I love you. I'm always going to care for you. I said, I'll always love you too. And I said, just reach out when you're ready. And then a little later, like an hour later, I think the day after, I think. I was just, I just kept texting her. I was like, wait, well, like, do you think it could be because of something else like could it could could it could it be of other things like you really have to do this like do you really think it's the best thing she said yes 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 like and then we said i love you and she said i love you too and a couple of days later i texted her again and i was like because i was i was struggling man i was i was like i was like i really just let possibly the love of my life go and she's really just giving up on herself and giving up herself for us. Like, really? Like, I I can't have that. Like, I can't let her go. Like, I can't lose out on her, right? I was like, did she really break up with me for these reasons? I really questioned that because I'm an overthinker. I know I am. I'm the, I think I'm the biggest overthinker ever. I run through situations and situations on situations in my head and just keep rerunning them and rerunning them and wasting hours of my life on doing this. So I, I texted her again. And she restated the reasons and just said, like, I need to figure out who I am. I need time alone. I need to be happy alone. And I'm not, quote unquote, I am not able to be the loving partner that you deserve when I can't even love myself. I said, thank you. And then I said, I'm really sorry for bothering you. Thanks for your honesty. Then four hours later, I think, well, the next day I said, I emailed you with tons of questions because I still didn't get why. And I kept bothering her. And we were still talking, I guess as friends. Like just as if we were still, we weren't even broken up. We were just talking. And then, then I asked her the next day, did you respond to the email? And then she said, I think we both need time to process this. Give me space for a few weeks. I'll contact you when I'm ready to talk. And that's when I was like, no, dude, like I need closure now. Like I need answers now. I'm not going to be waiting for weeks for your email. I'm not going to pine every night because I, I stayed up like, till 6 a.m. every night with anxiety issues because of you. I'm not, like, please just help. So then, 
we called because of that. And then we agreed to not contact each other again until she was ready to contact me. And I felt good. And I felt like, yeah, like she does need to be by herself. And in that call, kind of hurt because she was like, I haven't been the happiest. I, This is the happiest I've been in years. And I was like, fuck, dude. That hurts. That sucks. That sucks to know that. And I was like, did you really love me? And she was like, yeah, I did. Well, now I don't... <laughs> now I don't... Again, we'll talk about that later. But... Yeah, it just hurt. So, yeah, I gave it three weeks. Well, just during this three weeks, I was like, wow, like, that sucks. Like, again, she was someone I really thought she was the one. Like, I can't get her back. Like, and then uh, a part of me, Turned all this, turned all these reasons into saying it was my fault. I can, if I fix myself, I could have stopped this from happening. It was my fault. I changed it into saying that. We'll talk about that later because this episode's a little, a little long right now. But I changed it. I changed my mindset of saying it's her fault into it's my fault. I'm at blame. It was me. I'm the toxic one. If I change myself, she'll get back with me. She will. We will be together and we will be happy. <laughs> so I went about getting myself better and changing the ways and trying to fix my problems, fix the issues I had, I thought I had myself with. So then I, after I felt like I did that, and I did make strides in doing that. We'll talk about that later. I made her a YouTube video because she made me a YouTube video back when we dated, when I was away traveling before I went to college on vacation. She made me a video talking about her feelings and what she felt. So I was like, okay, I'll make myself, I'll make her a video to to respect her boundaries of saying, I don't like, of saying, don't contact me. I didn't contact her. I wanted to be respectful as possible in the sense like, she can watch if she wants. If she does, she doesn't have to respond if she doesn't want to. She doesn't at all. So I was like, I made this video. I sent it to her three weeks later of saying, it's my fault. I'm the toxic one. I have changed. Look at me, I've changed. If we give it a second chance, I know it'll work. Please get back with me. Not please, I was just like, kept like, please think about giving us another try. <laughs> so I sent her the video. Three days later. Two days later, sorry. She says, and I quote, I'm glad you were able to recognize that changes were needed to be made. They're going to be very helpful for your next relationship. I'm done. I'm moving on. And you should too. Please stop contacting me. If you message me again, I will be blocking you. And that's the rest of what 
transpired between me and her texting, but when I got those messages, I had anxiety attack. Couldn't move. Shout out anxiety attacks. Worst feelings in the world. I wasn't really expecting much. I, I wasn't expecting her to actually text back and say, let's get back together. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. I just wasn't expecting that harsh reply. <laughs> I wasn't at all. To go from best friends, lovers, to that, I can understand why. You know, I... But... Was it warranted? Was it deserved? Don't think so. So yeah, that happened. We'll get into how I felt and everything later, but throughout this time, I was like, no one says they do this, but I have the humility to admit it because it's my own podcast and no one else listens to it. It's just me. So I I stalked her Instagram. I stalked her profiles. I stalked everything. I'm very glad to say today that I haven't done that in like a week and a half. Yeah, it's great. It's a great feeling. <laughs> it only hurts you, man. It only it hurts, man. But I stalked throughout. I stalked after. There was this guy I found that followed her. I don't know how how much before, but before she broke up with me and commented on her on one of the pictures that that she had on Instagram. Like two or three days after we broke up of this winky emoji face. I fucking hate that emoji face now. I will never use that emoji face. But I commented that emoji face. It's like this cocky, smirk, sexual, well, not even sexual, just flirty face. <laughs> so I was like, who is this guy? So I, I, I kind of, I was like, who is this guy? You know, I was like, oh, guy. Like, on my radar now. <laughs> Didn't really think much of him. Just thought she was, you know, giving her the benefit of the doubt of her focusing on herself, her making herself a better person, her finding herself, her finding what makes her happy outside of a relationship, not being dependent on other people. I trusted her. You know, I... I will always trust her intentions, but I did trust... I, I, I trusted her word. And I think... Two weeks ago... So I think a month... A month and a week... After our, really, our, our breakup... She... I found out from a friend... That she posted on her Snapchat story. That she is in a new relationship with the same guy. The same guy she was talking to this whole time. So she's in a new relationship now. I'm single and ready to mingle now. Except I'm not. 
I'm not single and ready to mingle for probably quite a long time because I'm an honest person and I'm true to myself and yeah, not to, not, not to knock anything off her. She's a true person. She's an honest person. But she's a new relationship now, straight off of a 18th month relationship, a pretty serious relationship. She's a new relationship now. What to make of it? That's in the next episode. But she's a new relationship now. Um, yeah, after she texted me that she threatened to block me. Yeah, she's blocked me off of everything already, so great. Understandable because she's a new, new relationship. But kind of sucks because it's like... Well, I get it. I totally get it. I do. It's just... <laughs> I'm saving those feelings for the next episode. Anyways, so yeah. Long story short, it was a great relationship. Loved every second of it. Well, not not the after parts because it's just full of anxiety. Full of staying up till 6 a.m. just thinking of her. But now I'm in a good place. Now, for probably two or three weeks, I've been pretty great. So, <laughs> yeah. Long story short, I had an 18 month serious relationship with my first and only girlfriend. Loved her. Will always have a special place in my heart. And why? That's in the next episode. It's just how I think of love, how love is. Anyways. She's in a new relationship now. Been with this, been knowing this guy this whole time. Was an excuse. We'll see. In the next episode. Um, <laughs> yeah. Good luck to her. Kind of a sad way to end this episode. Because it was so good in the beginning. But again, I'll always have a special place for her in my heart. Because I'll always love her. Kind of weird by saying I'll, I loved her and also I'll always love her. But just not in that sense. <sighs> yeah, but she's moved on question mark moving on question mark she's gone period that's what's up but yeah could have been one of the greatest love stories in the world i'll just leave it at that though <laughs> and it had its little moments had its little yeah it had its little moments and i'll cherish them forever and always remember them if I forget them, I'll remember them through this podcast. And I'm grateful for that. And that it's here. If I ever need it, not need it, if I ever go back to it, I'll remember and I'll always smile because it brings me a lot of joy to just sometimes just go through the camera roll. Not for the sole purpose of that, just going through a camera roll and seeing that. It's like, oh yeah, that happened. <laughs> Good memory. Um, 
This relationship brought a lot of great lessons, memories, and analysis. So yeah, that's the story. That is the story. Not fairy tale ending, not Disney production type stuff. If you hear the piano in the background, because my brother, then great, great background music for you. Enjoy it. But it is almost four o'clock and one hour and 24 minutes almost so i am going to sign off that is a story analysis the next episode i think that is the more important episode for lessons and learning the the ways i just how to live life and approach love and to find the one and what's the future right and just yeah that's really it if you are not Trevor Lynn and you have listened to this episode, I commend you. Good job. Kudos. I will give you a high five if I see you about it. Pow. That's a high five. I don't even know. I'm at air five. Put your hand up. Yeah. I'm a weirdo. I'm a goofball. Call me a dork. If you call me a dork, I will fall in love with you. <laughs> All right, dork, signing off. Good night. And if it's good morning to you, if it's a good day to you, have a good day, friend. All right. Take care. I know. Love y'all.